Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingle podcast with Solomon Wilcott. And right now, I want to introduce on the show Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Brian, you're entering your fifth season as the offensive coordinator with this Time flies by really quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's amazing to think that, that we've been together for this long now. And uh, we're very fortunate that we've been able to because uh, I think that's a huge advantage for us consistency-wise to have the same staff and coordinators in place. But yeah, it's going on five years is, is pretty incredible. And it's uh, it's been a fun run so far. We've still got more to go. You see, I cross my fingers when I say that because, you know, we almost lost you last year. And, and some, you know, they're going to keep coming knocking um, because, look, you're highly coveted around uh, league circles um, for being an offensive coordinator. It's only a matter of time before you become a head coach. And I know your dad, Bill Callahan, right now, to me, he's one of the most respected um, offensive line coaches in our game. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question about him, about mm-hmm. what did you learn from your dad and what is it that you take with you the most in terms of what you learned from him when it comes to coaching this game? That's a great question. Um so I learned, I mean, I lean on him for a lot of things. Uh, every part of my foundation of coaching has been influenced by him to some degree at some point in, in my life. But um, the biggest thing he always told me was do a really good job with the job you have and, and the rest of the stuff uh, comes later. So I've taken that to heart and it's it's played it's played itself out well for me here because all the other stuff that comes along with the team success, you know, all, all these interviews and all that stuff is all because our, our team is good yeah. uh, and our coaches are good. And so I'm a, I'm an individual uh, recipient of, of that attention, but um, it's because a lot of people do a lot of really great work uh, to put us in that position. And so uh, I, I try to keep my focus on those things. And, and that was my dad's very early advice was uh, worry about the job you have and, and the rest of it takes care of itself and be the best you can at that job, uh, whatever that job is. And so I've, I've always tried yeah. to do that from the start of my career. Well, that's a great perspective and great answer. Um, Cincinnati Bengals offense over the last couple of years, ranked top 10 in scoring. I've read somewhere where you said that you believe you can be a top five offense um, in just about every metric. Uh, where are those key touch points that you believe, hey, we can move the needle maybe a little bit in these areas and that will put us in that category? Yeah, we, we finished this season uh, probably, you know, in the top 10 in most categories and, yeah. and anywhere between like four and six or seven. So yeah. um, just to take that next jump, uh, you know, we'd like to be a little bit more consistent we were really pretty good on third down overall but um you know we had some some issues in the third and in two to five we could have been we have manageable distances that we didn't convert had forced us to uh, either punch kick a field goal took points off the board for us and so yeah. if we can be better in those areas that'll be helpful um i think we can be more explosive in the run game you know and finding more ways i think at the end of the year we had a few um you know some wrinkles that we added along the way that hopefully we'll get to improve upon as as this offseason rolls on here and in the training camp. But, um, you know, I think we can get some more explosive inside of our run game would help our offense in general. So uh, really excited about what we got going and, and the guys that we have. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what what metric do you, you know, a lot of people, they look at the run game and they say, well, yards per attempt, or is it explosive run plays? Is it rushing touchdowns? And what are the the measurables that you really do use to say, hey, here's where I want to be good when it comes to the run game? Because I know that's an area where the team really has a point of emphasis. Yeah, there's there's two that we really focus on. And, and one is rush efficiency, mm-hmm. uh, which we rank seventh in rush efficiency, even though we were, we were I think, 28th or 29th in, in total yards and yards per carry and all those things. But 
um, our rush efficiency is really important because that tells us that when we are handing the ball off, we're getting positive yards. We may not get uh, – we need some more explosives. That's part of it. We didn't have yeah. enough of those. We were, we were very low in the ranking explosives. But mm-hmm. um, the ability to hand the ball off and get uh, second and one for a first down, a first and goal inside the four, that's an efficient run for a touchdown. Uh, a conversion on a third and one is is an efficient run. That's that's all the things that tell us that our offense is moving down the field. And so yeah. the efficiency part is, is the most important. We try to get four yards per carry. Um, and ideally, you're averaging a little more than that. If you're really humming, you're yeah. averaging close to five. But uh, I think that there's some meat on the bone there for us still. But that's where we we focus our energy on our rush efficiency and, and trying to generate explosive runs. Getting back to your dad, I, I mean, I remember him when he was the you know, O-line coach with the Jets. Um, mm-hmm. Man, they had games where they had 300 yards rushing. <laughs> um, you're talking about they were running, they were cranking it out. Uh, that's when they had the Brickashaw Ferguson, Nick Mangold. And I mean, if you get those kind of guys paired with really good runners, because most people think, well, it's the offensive line or it's the running back. But you and I both know it takes both, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's where I think we'll have the best offensive line I think that we've had here yeah. um, going into our fifth year. Mm-hmm. Guys I'm really excited about. We've got good depth, um, young players that have ascended and, and guys that were, were happy with their progress. And so – for us to, to be able to match those guys with, with Joe Mixon uh, and now Chase Brown coming in from Illinois, who we have we have a, in high regard and hope that he can produce for us. And, yeah. you know, Travion Williams and Chris Evans, still guys that we have here um, that we feel good about. But um, you got to have runners and you got to have blockers. And it, it's going to be really hard to, to, to do that without those two things. And um, I know my dad's been been very fortunate to have a lot of those at every place he's been. And uh, they, he's tended to lead the league in rushing just about everywhere he goes. So that's right. That's a testament to his coaching and, and testament to the, the caliber of players they've had. But uh, we feel really good about the guys that we have and our ability to, to be good in the run game this year. I, what I love, he doesn't try to trick them either, man. It's it's a, He knocks you off the ball. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it's a power run game. Hey, I want you to help me out. Look, a guy like myself, Brian, I'm a defensive guy. I know for a fact that when that quarterback is under center, man, I got to have disciplined eyes, right? I got to really be on my keys because – you know, you're going to make me have to hold a bit before I go dropping into my coverage. As soon as I see you in shotgun, okay, now I'm getting ready to to do my thing. There's not a lot of subterfuge to the run game. So help me to understand the balance between, you know, when you're in shotgun, which the Bengals are doing a lot, and you got this special prize at quarterback in, in Joe Burrow, so I get it. How do you balance that shotgun as opposed to getting your quarterback under center maybe to help the run game? Yeah, that's a it's a it's an interesting um, you know debate on, on how you do that the best. And I think that as the season went along last year, we we found a really healthy uh, marriage with our shotgun running game and our shotgun passing game. Yeah. Um, that's something that we'll continue to explore, and, and we really dove into that this offseason, studying those things and where we can be better. Um, there is a benefit to being under center. I think most uh, run game guys and offensive line coaches will always tell you that the run game is going to have more teeth under center because of the things yeah. that come off of it, the naked game and the play. That's right. But, yeah. um, you know, we have to do, we are a shotgun team and our quarterback is a shotgun quarterback. And I think there's a lot more of those guys now than uh, there used to be. And so yeah. uh, you have to find ways to make those things marry up as well. So your, your play action game, the RPO game that, that's becoming more prevalent across the league, um, you know, as it, as it's proliferated through college football, it's now making its way in the NFL with the style of quarterbacks that we're seeing. Um guys that, that have had a lot of experience in it. And so uh, there's a lot of variety you can have, but the, the the key is to make it look 
uh, look similar. And that's, that's whether right. you're under center or in the shotgun, the way you can marry the run in your pass. So it looks enough the same that, like I said, you can't just tee off and, and know it's a pass or or know it's going to be a run because we're all of a sudden we're under center and that's all we do under center. So that's right. That's right. You got to keep, to... you got to make us guys on defense think now. And, <laughs> and I know what you guys say in that offensive room. They ain't a whole lot of great thinkers on defense. <laughs> uh, it, doesn't, we, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> I know. That's right. It's a seek and destroy. All right. right. Hey, before we let you go, I uh, want to have a little fun with you. I'm going to say a name and I want you to give me maybe one sentence on each guy. To sure. kind of tell tell me what you think about him and what he means to the team in terms of the yeah. operation on offense. Tyler Boyd. Uh, underrated uh, as far as uh, what he does for us on offense because he's probably one of the most consistent inside receivers in football uh, on top of being one of the best uh, at his position. So uh, he makes the, in the middle of the field work, and he's the one that's uh, going to be relied upon to, to make those tough catches in hard yards, especially on third down. Yeah, guys don't want to tackle him either as a as a receiver. This is a guy that creates yards after contact. T. Higgins. Uh T's T's made himself into to one of the best receivers in football. And uh he's he's a great compliment to having Jamar on the other side because uh it, it's hard to double everybody. And uh, he he's he's a matchup down the field winner. Uh he's big and strong and, and he makes unbelievable contested plays uh down the field above the rim uh it's one of his specialties and so uh, he he brings a dynamic to our offense that that's hard to find and then we have the the fortune to have both him and jamar every time i'm at practice i'm amazed at the way this guy comes to work i mean practice means something to him and you're right he don't call them 50 50 balls he calls them 80 20 <laughs> so exactly I, love, right. I love that attitude that he yep. brings to the table jamar chase uh i think he's the best foot receiver in football i think his skill set uh, he can do everything. He can run every route. He's got great contact balance, running for the catch, ability to go get the ball. I, I think he's just a, a fantastic football player, um, and that could, that does so much for us uh, on offense. A lot of versatility, move him all over the formation, uh, every every inside routes, outside routes, backfield routes. He's he's just dynamic. Um, and you know, the, to, as as you just said, the, the group itself is just so unselfish. Um, there are a bunch of guys that just love playing football. We we don't have any. Uh, you know, movie star, diva style personality. Yeah. You know, if they all want the ball, that's great. We want them to want the ball, but um, they work. They work hard. They love to play football. They love to practice. Um, and they're a lot of fun to be around. I love being around those guys. I, I can't say enough about the patience that I see week in and week out for Jamar Chase, who I know want the ball. And he's getting double covered. He's got, I mean, they're just rolling coverage to him. And he kind of waits his turn. But when yeah. the moment strikes now, he's going to be there. But he doesn't get as many at bats as as he would like to have, and I know that can be frustrating sometimes. And he's getting better about working his way through that. Uh, Joe Burrow. He's 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 the he's got the keys and he's the engine. I mean, he's he's got the whole thing. He's 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 in charge. Everything runs through him. Um, the whole procedure on offense at the line of scrimmage runs through him. Um, the leadership of the team runs through him. He, he's the face of our franchise and and arguably our city. Um, and so that's a that's a, a quite a bit of, of, of pressure that, that he revels in, you know, and I think he enjoys that and wants to be the guy uh, when the game is on the line to, to have to go make the play. And um, everything about him is everything you could ever want in a quarterback. Um, he's the definition of, of what a franchise quarterback is and, and what they what he means to us and to our, to our team. Well, Brian, hey, I want to thank you for stopping by to join us on the Believe in Bingo podcast. I, I tell uh, people everywhere, every coffee house 
every pub here in Cincinnati that one day we're going to look back on this period of time in Cincinnati Bengal history, and we're going to re remember guys like yourself, all these young coaches, yourself, Lou Anaromo, you guys are going to be head coaches somewhere, being successful, and I'm going to, we're going to say, remember when those guys were here? Remember when we had them all together? <laughs> so, so we enjoy having you here. We're glad that you're back for another season. Continued great success. I know you're a hard worker. You deserve the best. We want to thank you again for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be on. Fi finally, finally get to come on and talk to you. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to get you on more. So I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Got it. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.